leftovers. Or the DMV. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's showtime. Welcome to the Once Upon a Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast. It's NFL Combine time, and I'm sitting over here with Gerald Durso and Dirtbag Dave Campbell. We got a special show for you today. We have a guest, a little Kimmel's Corner coming in today. <laughs> a live Kimmel's Corner. <laughs> a live Kimmel's Corner. We're all going to be here for it. I like it. Mr. Bing, all the way from Louisville, Kentucky. A lot of you know who he is. He's calling in today. We've been playing Dynasty Fantasy Football with him for a long time. I Listen, I've been playing Fantasy Football with Bing, I don't even know how long, and uh, Dynasty for just as long. So We it, don't even call him by his real name anymore. Yeah, He's just his Bing. real name is Jason, apparently, I guess. I don't know. And uh, we call him Bing because that's his uh, screen name. And a little peek behind the curtain. <clears throat> the first time we heard his voice was literally, what, 15 minutes 15 ago? 15 minutes ago, yeah. <laughs> Sounded exactly <laughs> like I thought he would. <laughs> <laughs> Won't you do your Bing impression? Hey, hey guys, my name is Bing. Chuck, I'm chucking back some Milwaukee's best over here. That's exactly what he answered. That's our buddy Bing. <clears throat> so we're going to talk about the NFL Combine today. It's, it, it's going on right now. Rookies, how the Combine affects us, how it affects your fantasy team, your dynasty, your redraft, anything. So we're going to go right into it. We got Bing on the phone. Bing, Bing can, can you hear us? us? Did you hear that? Nope. <laughs> That's what this guy brings to the table. <laughs> oh, Bing. Okay. Well, we're live now. <clears throat> How is it over there in Louisville, Kentucky? Is it right cold now, up there? Yeah, there was some snowflakes falling earlier. What's snow? What's that, cool. what's that mean? I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was freezing. Today. It was like in the it. 50s and it was freezing. So. Bing. Yeah, that's like amazing up here. <laughs> I had to wear a long sleeve shirt and a jacket. I had to wear a sweater to work, and I don't like that. So, Very cold today. Struggle's real. <laughs> All right, let's get on to what we need to talk about, football. All right, Bing, so we're bringing you in today because I think you know more about the combine than any of my friends combined. So you're our expert, so congratulations on that. <clears throat> now, explain to me, Bing, what does this combine mean to you? What does it do for you? Anything? All right, so... Basically, you don't want to double check boxes, in my opinion. Like, everyone knew Henry Ruggs was fast. You don't move Henry Ruggs up your draft board because he ran fast. Everyone already knew he was fast. He just confirmed that. So, if guys confirm that they are talented at what you expected them to be talented at, don't move them up or down your board based on doing what it was expected. If someone puts up an insane 40 time that was unexpected, 
like Debo Samuel, not, not Debo Samuel, but uh, DJ Moore at his size and weight put up a insane 40 time for his BMI. You move that guy up. You've got to look at him and check that box and be like, that's a mover. Um, Who has so him in every really league? You really have to. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? Who has him in every league? All right, shut up, Gerald. I'm trying to get him from you. You already saw, you already saw me creeping trying to get him. Already, mm-hmm. Trust me, in mm-hmm. that draft, I had DJ Moore as my wide receiver one. Me too. Over. Over Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley skinny. Calvin Ridley soft. Calvin Ridley is benefiting from being next to Julio Jones and Austin Hooper. He's going to feast once Austin Hooper leaves. But DJ Moore's a better player. He's inferior. Far inferior to DJ Moore. Yeah. And that's yeah. obvious to yeah. everyone now. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, my question is, is there anybody have you seen yet? I didn't, the combine just started yesterday. Anybody that's moved up or down or that stood out to you at all? All right. Let's take a look at these notes I got. <laughs> I would say, right offhand, um, Denzel Mims was a beast with the senior bow. And... He put up beast numbers. How was that belt? Was that nice? Very professional. Right, Very professional. All right. That's how I wrote. All right. So he was very impressive at the senior bow. He was a beast at the combine. He has put up just insane numbers. Uh, and don't get the name twisted when you see Baylor next to it, because there's been countless fails of Baylor wide receivers. This isn't the Baylor of old with Art Browse and his Gene Jones, Hawaii-style offense of putting up just trash numbers. It's a legit offense. There's a reason why he's coaching the NFL now for the Carolina Panthers. Go by Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Bing, is I'm there telling a- you, Denzel Mims blew up. Bing, is there anything to like the don't draft this guy because he played for USC, like or 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 Oregon? Oh, all their receivers are trash. Is there something to that? <clears throat> mm-hmm. I, I've bought into it in the past, but when there's a coaching staff change and a whole entire new staff at a school, I don't buy it. When when it's one fell after another, then the system makes it work. If it's a whole new regime at the school and another receiver succeeds there, another running back succeeds there. That's just on his own merit. Yeah. You see, you see coaches in college stay with those schools way longer than these NFL coaches stay with these franchises. Right. So that's why, that's why it feels like it's the school, but really it's the coaching staff. Right. I mean, they're, they're force feeding, passes to the running back. So they're force feeding a ton of goal line carries to the running back or they're super pass heavy. Like uh, I keep bringing up Hawaii, but Hawaii back in the day, like all their quarterbacks set record setting numbers and they were trash can quarterbacks and trash can wide receivers, but they got attention, but the numbers meant nothing. It's almost like um, Aaron Rodgers, you know? Ooh. Right. So, are you waiting for me to no, comment I, on Aaron Rodgers? 
No, we don't, we don't need to talk about him. <laughs> no, we don't need to talk about the GOAT. No, I'm just saying, from that school, I mean, there were so many bust quarterbacks that came out of that school. And then finally, they got got one good one, you know? Right. It, I'm not sure all the way back to – all the way back to Aaron Rodgers, if he was under the same regime of uh, coaches that the he other wrestlers were. But, uh, yeah, well, I, I mean, that's, that's in my opinion, that's an outlier. But, like, yeah, that's true. well, I mean, I got, going back to the day, like, I can remember spotting that talent and trading the uh, uh, free agent number one pick to, to getting – getting that pick off Dave and selecting Aaron Rodgers <laughs> way true. back in the day. That's true. Way back in the that. day. That was um, Jeff yeah. Tedford. That was the coach. Tedford. I don't know yep. about him. Yep. He was, a, he, was a, 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 he was proclaimed quarterback guru. And yep. they put up numbers. And got to watch the conferences where they come from because Pac-12, uh, Big 12, I get a little nervous about the – I don't watch the. I, I avoid the stats, one hundred percent. I don't look at a player statistics because it can be so inflated by the coaching staff and what they plan on doing. So I just look at the uh, situation, and a lot of it's going to change once they land on the team. So once they land on the team, you land on a Andy Reid offense. It's a lot different than landing on a trash can offense. So, uh, Chicago Bears offense. So what do you think about um, Joe Burrow? He is coming from a West Coast offense, right, from LSU, and he's projected to go to the Bengals, which is also a West Coast offense. Now those numbers are inflated, like you're saying. Are you scared of him? It's a mixed bag with him, in my opinion, because uh, what, the offense, what the LSU offense did this year is – it broke records, and it broke records in the SEC. So that can't go ignored. But the um, but the what I'm really getting leery about is the guys around him look insane. Clyde Edwards Hilaire running back, Justin Jefferson blew up the combine. Jamar Chase is a freak. Freak. Like there was a. At all the combine interviews, every DB was asked, who was the best wide receiver you went against in your career? They all said Jamar Chase. Yeah, he's he's, he's my number one. Was, Burrow was surrounded by insane weapons. Uh, Thaddeus Moss. But he put up. Duh. <laughs> yeah, insane so he weapons. Was surrounded, yeah. He was surrounded by insane weapons. And the Carolina Panthers hired their play caller as their play caller. I don't know what to think quite of it yet with him moving into a position where all that's gone and he goes to the most trash can franchise. It's not the Browns, it's the Bengals. <laughs> the Bengals are the most trash can franchise in the league. Because they won't even spend money to get free agents. They'll just take crap. So are they going to surround him with weapons? Are they going to are they going to support him? But I think there's enough around him short term 
that he'll be successful. Yeah, he's got a they great got several wide receivers. He's got a couple of decent receivers. Yeah. I mean, I doubt the O line's a question. <clears throat> yeah, the O line. O line's a question. But Jonah Williams, I think his name's Jonah. I know yeah. it's Williams. Yeah, he was out for Jonah the year. Williams. Yeah, he was out for the year last year, so the offensive line looked worse than it really could have been. So there's a, I think, short term he could be successful, but uh, there's question marks. Which is surprising, considering uh, it's supposedly such a strong draft all around. Yeah, I'm I'm not impressed with him either. Me personally, I think Tua, I think Tua is the number one quarterback in the draft. What do you think about Tua? Uh, I, there's there's countless injury concerns. He's uh. Beyond just the whole hip issue and that monster hit he took against Mississippi State in that game where he just got completely smashed, um, he's had several other injuries. I was listening to um, – who's the move that's fixed? Daniel Jeremiah. Daniel, Daniel Jeremiah was uh, – or no, I'm sorry, it was Matt Miller. Matt Miller got interviewed here locally, and he was talking about, like, you just can't take that many injuries year after year after year it be considered a surefire thing. And two is taking a lot of injuries. A lot. Is he going to hold up? If he was a running back and took this many injuries, he'd be a fifth round, sixth round pick. Belch. So, uh, anyways, uh, like the injury concerns are real with him. The talent's there, but again, how many studs has he been surrounded by? And when you go to a bad situation, a.k.a. possibly the Dolphins, which I don't know if that's as bad as the Bengals, but how does that work? How does that play out? How is your health? And how does that roll into your long-term success? Yeah, that's the biggest issue with him is the health. And like you said, it's a laundry list of injuries. Um, So who is your favorite quarterback? Favorite quarterback? Yes, sir. Um, I would say because in our draft, I don't take the quarterbacks early. I like to try and be a sleeve ball and try to slide in and get a late wide receiver. Or I'm sorry, a late quarterback. I like to slip in and get those little Jordan Loves. That's your guy? He's not my guy. He's just a value. If you have established quarterbacks, you don't need a quarterback. That's the way to approach the super flex rookie draft. If you don't have to have a quarterback, you can feast on other people drafting the top two or three quarterbacks. And you just sit back and you take the other quarterbacks. Just in New Dynasty, I sat back, I let guys take um, your boy at Washington, the Washington racial slurs. Uh, <laughs> Haskins, goat. We already yeah. talked about him. Uh, I let, uh, I let, I let people take Haskins. I let people just, just go and grab Kyler Murray, and I just sat back and I'm like, oh, at rookie pick two oh six in a super flex, I'm gonna go ahead and take Daniel Jones. He should have never been there, even <laughs> though he was he was the sixth pick in the NFL draft. When you have that draft capital, you're going to get opportunity. 
Yep. There's no way in the world you're not going to see playing time for at least three years. You're going to get two to three years as a starter Guaranteed. with that draft capital. That's what I said about Haskins. Look at trash cans. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. That was my, that was, gonna that was my entire time. argument was he's guaranteed two to three years starting even if he's awful. So, I, I know. Well, I the, the NFL is changing. He's not guaranteed anymore. We saw Josh Rosen get half a season and then get shipped out. Okay, you're right. But that's, like, super rare. Like, that doesn't that hasn't happened. Would you I, be surprised if Haskins gets shipped out again and they take Tua? Would you no. Yeah, I probably would. They changed coaching staffs. That happens. That's that's what happened to him. Well, the Redskins well, changed right. coaching yeah. staffs. They that's cha- what I'm they, saying. Yeah. That, that could happen. But, yeah. I mean, it, it's rare that it happens. It could Cam it could Newton happen. go to Washington? Could happen. Could happen. Bing, there was a guy you were talking about. What's that? Sorry, one one note on that. Dinosaur Mel Mel Kuyper. He's a dinosaur. He's washed. But Uh he literally hinted at Washington. They should take two at number two. Yeah, it definitely could happen. So it's out there. Yeah. Like, if, if, if the, let's put it this way, not to get too businessy on you, but Brian Tracy business-wise, said, if it ain't working, you got to cut it off as fast as possible. These GMs and these owners are looking at that, and they're approaching it a different way now. If it ain't working, cut it off immediately. Don't keep riding a sinking ship. Josh Rosen, clearly, the Cardinals thought was a sinking ship. If this new coaching staff in Washington thinks this is a sinking ship, it could cut bait. So it's dicey. I agree. My last question, these guys guys might have more, but my last question, we were talking about our running back before the show started that elevated his stock. Tell me about him. Who is he? Where did he come from? Antonio Gibson. He is six feet tall, 228 pounds. He played running back at the senior bowl. I have no notes on this. This is just <laughs> whiffing on this boy. He is six foot, two hundred twenty eight pounds. He ran a four three nine forty. Blazing. He played running back the whole time at the senior bowl. Blazing fast, freak athlete, and then at the NFL combine, did all his testing at wide receiver. So what's he going to play in the NFL? Senior bowl. That I hope running back. I hope running back. But for his best interest, he's probably wanting to play wide receiver, just like Jalen Hurd refused to play running back anymore because he was 6'4", 225. Why would you play running back? He's not built like Jalen Hurd, but he could be purposely trying to move to wide receiver to have a long career in the NFL. But he's, he's David Johnson. Like every single comp is David Johnson. Good, good, healthy David Johnson. Wow, I like that. But that's not who we were talking about. What about A.J. Dillon? Oh, A.J. Dillon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, take take note take note on Antonio Gibson. That's what I said in my voicemail rant. Was right, I Gibson. like it. Noted. Keep, keep note on that. That's my, AJ that's Dillon. my sleeper. <laughs> uh, well, I always come to you for my, for my rookie picks anyway, so... Uh, not that I have any this year. <laughs> AJ okay. Dillon. So, um, <laughs> AJ Dillon first popped on my map when Lamar Jackson was at Louisville, smashing it. And I expected another stellar season and a 10 win season from Louisville. 
except our defense was trash. And I watched A.J. Dillon in his sophomore year run up and down the field for 50-yard touchdown. And I was like, who is this kid crushing us? We have Jair Alexander, like, East DB. He should be out there just catching up to this dude because he has insane wheels. Like, how is this happening? And I looked into A.J. Dillon, and he was huge. And what I saw on the field was fast. And he just confirmed that at the combine. I can pull up the numbers for you, but all your listeners, all two of them, can confirm <laughs> on, the com- on the combine numbers, he's fast. Six foot, 247, big enough hands. He ran four five three. insane 40 today. Four five three. There he is. Four five three. Bench press is nice. Appreciate that. How do you weigh four hundred? Or you might as well weigh four hundred. Two hundred forty-seven pounds. <laughs> How do you weigh two hundred forty-seven pounds and have a forty-one inch vertical? Sounds like a freak. It defies logic. His broad jump is in an insane percentile. One thirty-one broad jump. I don't know what that means, but apparently in in past drafts, that's like top percentile. So I sound like a metrics guy now. I guess I could do math. <laughs> um, but I'm telling you, I watched this guy for real. I watched him live in person. I even went to a game he was at, and he's the real deal. And I'm telling you, I'm not a film grinder, but he had a really low draft grade because people just thought he was like LeGarrette Blunt, Blunt, which LeGarrette Blunt. He, he served a purpose yeah. in the NFL. Absolutely. He had a role in fantasy football. This guy will have a role. He, he will play a part in fantasy football at some point in time. And he was being written off. Like, uh, I was listening to uh, Matt Kelly today, Podfather, Fantasy Mansion, talked to J.J. Zacharyson. And they had completely written off A.J. Dillon, except for if he runs fast, they were like, uh, my father was saying, he's not in my top 20 running backs. There's just no comparison to him except Derrick Henry. And he's not Derrick Henry, except he just hit every mark Derrick Henry hit at the combine. And he could be Derrick Henry. There you go. There's your sleeper fellas. Before we let you go, Bing, I have one last question. Who is... The NFL MVP. 2020? <laughs> no, 2019. This is boy. If you think it wasn't Lamar, you're, if, it, if, it, if you think it wasn't Lamar, you're on crack. Dude, I was you with you the it. whole time. The whole time. Uh, Ryan Tannehill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, listen, it's been great talking to you. We appreciate all of the insight. Josh. That's it. That's I get, it. I think we're done with you for now. Yeah, we're done with you. We'll call you back later. <laughs> we'll we'll get you on another time though, closer to the draft. Dave, what's up, Dave? What's one up? last thing. What? How hard did I work you on that Mariota trade, Mariota? <laughs> wow, you're really gonna. <laughs> this guy really wants to bring up old Tannehill. shit. <laughs> I kept Tannehill. Oh my! You know what? Said, you know what? You're on uh, now. Took that scrub off my hands. I kept Tannehill. <laughs> you'll, you'll never be back on the show. Just so you know. All right, Bing. It's been nice having <laughs> right. you, man. It's thanks for calling in. Thanks for taking out. Thank your wife because I know she's frustrated. <laughs> she's sitting there watching you like talk to us idiots. Go take care of her. <laughs> hey guys, 
<laughs> See you, buddy. See you, bud. All right. Bye. Hey, guy. Huh? Look my tank. <laughs> Uh, the one and only being <laughs> that was fun that was fun he just spit more knowledge in my ears than i've ever heard from the yeah. nfl combine listen this is the honest to god truth i've known him i don't even know how old i was when we when i started playing football fancy football online <clears throat> we met in a chat room and like we've just been you know basically i guess i mean i call him a friend i you know forever um and i'm not a big college football guy i'm just not i like to watch florida state but whatever they suck so, and when it comes to fantasy, like, I'm really good at dynasty football, but I'm not that good at rookies. But you know why we're and good you know, at... you know who I always ask for advice? Bing. It's Bing. Always. Well, Bing <laughs> did tell me we were, last year's draft, I had a one, what, 102? He told me, here's a list of guys I would take, because I was going to take Kyler. It's, it's a super flex league. Right. He put Miles Sanders one, Harry two. Oh. And I'm like, who's Miles Sanders? I don't... I'm gonna go with risk because I at the time I thought Miles Sanders is like not are, uh, they had Jordan Howard like they're set they don't it's Miles Sanders that's okay Harry it was a dis- that was a that was a mistake it was a mistake I should listen to should have took Kyler well I couldn't but no, he Kyler did have Harry one on one yeah, yeah. yeah but he had Harry number two I took no he had Miles Sanders two and Harry three. So they have one. Oh, Kyler yeah Kyler yeah, obviously okay yeah super flex I so. even had Harry on my <clears throat> list I didn't like him. Well, well, that's the past. The did. past <laughs> is in the past. Yeah, screw being We're talking moving about on. <laughs> so where'd y'all meet? E-Harmony? What was <laughs> Where's the, uh, what's the, what's the farms one? Isn't there a farms, farms one? Tinder? What was <laughs> oh, uh, fa- farmers, farmers, farmers only. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we go back a little ways. Uh, tractor Good old Bing. All right, now that that's over, we're going to give our insight. On the combine, what it means to us. Take it for what it's worth. Yeah, we don't like, I was about to explain, I don't watch college football. Saturdays are for family. Saturdays are to hang out. You don't so, watch the Hurricanes? If they're on, I mean, really? No, he doesn't. I watch, oh, no, no, man. I watch one game a year. It's Florida State. <laughs> I watch one game a year. That's it? I'll be honest. I watch a little, like, if Florida State's playing Syracuse, I'll watch, like, none of it. <laughs> like, I don't care about that. I mean, Unless they're good, I think that when we were good, yeah, I'd watch every game. But every game was out eight thirty because they were really good and they play all you know some good teams. And the thing is, so besides Syracuse, bandwagon. Yeah, no, not a bandwagon. <laughs> I still, I still love them, but I, it's it's boring when when your college football team sucks. It's like a bunch of scrubs against another team scrubs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then we play Clemson, and get blown out by fifty six. So, so basically, you don't love the Seminoles like you love the Vikings. No, of course not. Absolutely not. Right, right. I don't have a Seminoles tattoo anywhere. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna start because I know Gerald's got a big script because he loves. This is his time. He loves the college. Yeah, he loves college, loves, which is right. good. But Dave, I'm, I'm gonna glad start. One with of you. us does. I know. Me too. Because we really need it. <laughs> Because uh, I'm going to start with Dave. What does this combine mean to you? When you're going to watch it this weekend, you're going to watch the highlights, what do you get out of it? Nothing. Like, the honest to truth is I rarely even watch it. Because to me, a little bit like what Bing said, unless someone stands out, like, off the charts, it doesn't push the needle one way or the other for me. Um, and then I still want to see where they get drafted to. Like, some guys could be great and go to a bad situation. So, Unless someone sucks or is like amazing, it won't really catch my eye. At least until like I don't I don't really think about rookies until they start to get drafted, and then you can start planning their future. That's me. No, I agree. I mean, I'm the same way. It's just yeah, it's just guys working out like running drills without pads. I mean, it's important, but 
it doesn't get to me until, like I said, until I see them on a team and I can start, okay, where's he on the depth chart? Number two receiver. He's the number one running back. Who's his competition? Who's, you know, is he going to be, a, is the team good? Do they suck? Whatever. Like, until then, it doesn't really start, you know, catching my eye. No. What about you, Gerald? I mean, I get it. It's giving GMs a chance to see guys that they would normally not see. You know, you got teams like Alabama, Clemson, FSU, all the big teams, all the big schools. You see those those games on TV all the time. But then there's these other guys that you really don't get to see, and and they're able to see those guys. But sometimes it, it, it can muddy the waters. You know, these guys think that, oh, they ran this this amazing 40 time. I know that there's some stats out there that you guys were looking up that 40 times really don't mean anything, right? Well, especially I, for receivers. Let though. me let me pull it up right now. I'm gonna pull it up right now. 40 times. They're so irrelevant it to was, me. What you mean right now, like this year's 40? No, times? I'm talking about like the fastest official 40 times since 2003. You sent it to me, Gerald. No, I sent it. You sent it, yeah. Dave. Someone sent it. Yeah. It wasn't me. John Ross won. Bust. He's not a. I mean, eh. I, I wouldn't say he's a bust. Jury's still out. He, you're right. He, Jury's out. He's shown that he's man. Jay Mathis, 05. I don't even know who that is. Who's Jay Mathis? He ran a 4.26. Bust. Yeah, complete bust. Marquise Goodwin, 4.27. He's had an. Eh. I mean, he's, he's like. He's been a bust for a, NFL, for fantasy wise. Right. For fantasy, fantasy wise, you're bust. not starting right. him. Yeah. T Calico, 4.27. I don't even know who that is. 03. Bust. JJ Nelson. 15, 428. He's he awesome in he Madden. Like a, yeah, I was going to say, I think he had a pretty good game in Madden. <laughs> he's awesome in he's Madden. he's like a 96 speed. I remember this That's guy. That's all that matters, right? <clears throat> Jay yeah. Ford for the uh, Lions in 2010. He had to play for the Lions. I don't know. I don't remember. 428. Nothing. Darius Hayward Bay, 09. Trash. Bomb. He had like a half a year. Not even. When he went to the Raiders, he had like a half a year. I think with the uh, Steelers, he was okay for like one game. Maybe it was the Steelers. <laughs> He was good no, at was, holding he shoulder pads. He had that pads. half a year with the, with the Raiders. You're right. And then tied for eight, this guy named four players. So, <laughs> But it, they brought that up because, what, was it Judy or CeeDee Lamb the other day that had like a super fast time? Nah, neither one. Well, Judy ran a 4-4. I thought somebody ran a 4-2 something, 4-2-9. Yeah, it was neither one of them. Oh, then some other guy. But the thing is, like, it's weird with receivers because you would think they rugs. need the 40 time. Rugs. Yeah, rugs. It's weird with the 40 time because you would think when they're running streaks, that'd be useful, helpful. But it's not because they don't get separation. They don't know how they don't they can't bust the line. I don't know what it is. It's it's good for those guys like Tyreek who or anybody really who's if they use them on like, you know, the jet sweeps and the little screens. Right. They got, you know, they can get it going. It's helpful. I mean, you'd rather him be fast and slow. But just speed is, like, doesn't mean anything. If you can't catch the ball, it doesn't matter how fast was, you are. Was Emmett Smith a burner? No, that's what I'm saying. But he found he got the he, had, he probably had that nice burst acceleration. Finds the hole, has the vision. Yeah, you have to have, exactly. You have to have the whole pack. Most running have backs the vision, run like four point five yards a carry, not forty yards a carry. So really, like what we should be measuring is their acceleration and boost, not their long forty. That's why I, don't, I mean, unless you're running super slow, it probably doesn't come into effect. Like, oh wow. Either way, I mean, if you run fast. Yeah, that's gonna help you. I mean, we're we're watching the combine right now. This guy just had an awesome over the shoulder catch with no pads. Who cares? Like, really? That's just to show them that they can catch the ball. How smooth? I've seen. Remember, we were watching earlier. Yeah, a guy ran the forty. He looked like I've never <laughs> seen someone run like that in my life. Like, if I he ran I like I, RoboCop. Yeah, like I don't I don't know who he is. I need to find out because I won't ever draft him. He just doesn't look natural, and I think that's what these guys are looking for. Do they look like a natural athlete? 
or do they look clumsy? Basically, we're going to go straight into the armchair GM. I like it. I like it. The armchair GM is the guy on the couch watching the combine. He is almost right on every pick, but there's always the lack of information because he's not in the room with these players for interviews and does not have access to the medical data. He knows some injury history and maybe some off-the-field stuff, but nowhere near the information these NFL GMs have. Still, he outdrafts these bums every year. Who is he? The armchair GM. We know. We all know one, right? We all have him. Gerald. It's Gerald. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, no, no. Gerald said that uh, Bryce Love is better than Saquon. <laughs> hey, hey, still- you know what? He is in Madden. <laughs> But he hasn't even played yet. We'll see, right? He still got some upside. Yeah. So this week I'm going to give you some of the some of my secrets to evaluating young talent coming into the league. Now, I do extremely well at drafting wide receivers because I know that most of the important skill is their natural hands, whether it's a wide receiver, running back, or tight end. Whether it's game film or the combine, you're looking to see the receiver catch the ball away from his body. If he needs to position himself to catch the ball with his body, he's double catching the ball, then he doesn't have natural hands. Example, Michael Thomas was my favorite wide receiver in 2016 draft because he showed natural hands. Jerry Rice ran a 4-5-40 time. They can run a 4-2-40 time, but if they have to position themselves to catch the ball, then they're going to have to slow down to catch it, which doesn't work in the NFL. Pluck the ball out of the air without breaking stride is what you're looking for. My favorite wide receiver last year was A.J. Brown. The year before that, D.J. Moore. The year before that, Cooper Cup. The year before that, Michael Thomas. The speed, size, and after-the-catch stuff is just a bonus. The key to hitting on these wide receivers are natural hands. Remember that going into your dynasty drafts this year, you could take a chance on these guys later in your redraft leagues as well. What well, do you guys so, think? well said, man. That's the most. That's the most prep anyone's ever done for the show combined. Yeah, no, it's not. Not the Haskins. Not the Haskins event. <laughs> so do you know how much work I put into that? Good. Keep on doing it. A lot. No, that was good, Gerald. And you you hit on all your rookie receivers, not so much your running backs. No, but because you had Montgomery <laughs> super high, like everyone else did. So I did too. I thought he, well, I, I, the coach is an idiot. The jury's still out on him. Yeah, yeah. But still, we're watching the combine. We're watching these guys in underwear. Here's we're, my thing, though. We're watching these these guys. Last year, like like I, me and Dave already established, we don't watch these guys during the whole season. I saw this Barnes running back last year. He looked so fluid, so good. I don't even know if he got drafted. He did, but... Uh, but you know who I'm talking about? Barnes? No idea. Zero. Never heard of him. Alex Barnes? Yes. Yeah, yeah. No he looks so good. <clears throat> Fluid. Caught the ball. At the combine. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happened? Where'd he go? I'm, I'm not sure. Google him. You'll find out. <laughs> but here's my thing. When do you consider somebody a bust? Because I feel like it's a millennial world right now where if they don't produce right year one, yeah. they're a bust. No, that's not true. It... For me, it depends on, one, where they were drafted because they're going to get more time if they were drafted high. It depends on the situation. Like, I I, th- I feel like David Montgomery's not a bust. It's too early to tell yet. Yeah. Um, some receivers don't look that. Harry, he doesn't, to me, 
I feel like I can usually tell when I see these guys play. Like right. I, I talk, I talk about rookies. Like I don't watch them, but when I watch them play, they like you can just tell. And I feel like he doesn't have it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and there's some guys you can like. Miles Sanders looks nice, man. Like I watch him play like in the playoffs and like towards the end of the season, he looks like a player. Like you can tell. <clears throat> he has that it factor. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So like Harry, just like, and maybe he'll get it in year two or three. I don't know, but some of these guys you can tell are going to be good players. And uh, sometimes it, it, I mean, it takes two or three years. I don't know. Um, it's hard to say someone's a complete bust, but you can usually tell at least looking at them. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you watch them play. Update: Alex <clears throat> Barnes. He's waiting. He's in the backfield. He's waiting for a Derrick Henry to leave. Derrick oh. Henry is gone. Is he on the practice squad? He's on the practice okay. squad. Okay. Tennessee Titans, <laughs> right. undrafted free agent. There undrafted. Go. There you go. Okay, that's my dude. <clears throat> six foot two twenty seven. What? Six foot two twenty seven. It's like Brandon Jacobs, except Jacobs was like six four. What? What's Henry? He's <laughs> like six four, six five. He's a monster. Dude is, he's yeah. a monster just, among men. He's just literally a monster. Okay, so what do you? I hit on him though. <clears throat> Eventually, finally, four, hey, four years later, that's the example. Hey. That's the example. Hey, right? of bust. He's not a bus. He's not a bus. Well, take him. That's one year in a contract here. Everyone needs to chill. Listen, no, know. you can look at David him and see Montgomery that he's a is a bus because of his rookie year. Suck. Would you give up one hundred and one for Derrick Henry? Yes. No. Yes. Yeah. For him, did you see what he just did? It don't matter. Like, what do you want? A guy who may be as good as Henry? I say no yeah. right now. <laughs> Have you seen CD Lamb? I'm I mean, hyping him. I'm dude, taking him 101. Some of these guys, you know that, right? Listen, I, I 101. Okay, that's that's mine. fine. I know I, I've seen the hype. The hype trains high on him. What do you see? I'm always the guy that wants the proven player. Now, Lamb may be a oh, beast, yeah. but Henry is a beast. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know, in that bullcrap league that we're in. Right? Yeah, we both traded away all of our all of our draft picks. I traded away all my picks in every league. I tried to beat you. <laughs> you seen that? I know you did. <laughs> That's why you went out and got who did I get? Fournette and someone else last like last minute. I got. Um, I didn't like it, but I had to. Murray and who else? Yeah, you almost beat me. Yeah, you got someone else too. Oh, the you got a quarterback. Oh yeah, that <laughs> almost cost me. You almost beat me. Too. I almost got you. <laughs> but um. I don't know where are we going with this. <laughs> you, you guys bust. are just riffing. I'm just. We're talking about bus right now. Yeah. We're talking about how Derrick Henry might be a bus still. He's not a bus. He can get paid and disappear. You're right. That absolutely can happen. You had some stuff you wanted to talk about with with Jameis. Did I? I think. You oh, were we talking about hand sizes? What's going yeah, on? Hand, with hand sizes. sizes. Oh, hand sizes. You were hyped yeah. about hand sizes. I mean, you had all kinds of research. <laughs> I going. did. I left him at home. Wow, no. this guy. How about honestly, his foot size? Honestly, oh. listen. <laughs> I've been looking at hand sizes because uh, I was like, they're I'm, irrelevant. They're super irrelevant. That's that's, super irrelevant. that's what I spent a whole night Wednesday night. <laughs> I looked at everyone's hand size, every player in the NFL, Do not it. not like history, but like in the NFL today. Wow! But I also noticed that Brett Favre had the largest hands in the draft yeah. of all time. Favre's hands are ginormous. Okay. They're the if you ever biggest. see him, like his hands like 10, 10, 10, 10. <laughs> uh, 10 inches and three eighths. Whatever. Does that mean he's got a ten inch dick? Isn't that usually how? It well, works? we saw it on Twitter. Sent <laughs> <laughs> it to that chick. Yeah. Was it on Twitter? I don't know what it was. No, <laughs> I heard it came out, but I never saw. It. I mean, thank <laughs> yeah, God. Yeah, you did. You were watching the Vikings. <laughs> no, I never saw that. <laughs> You're watching the old Vikings highlights. <laughs> never. Red Farm is my favorite quarterback. <laughs> he's like, first dicks online. Oh my god, let me go look. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe that's why uh, he's sending pictures to watch your face. All right, anyway, so it's, he's got huge hands. He's proud of it. <laughs> but he fumbled the most in the NFL, 166 You know why? Fumbles. Because he's out running, scrambling around. Right. Boom, he gets hit. Like, that's yeah. what happens. Improv. Yeah. But it does. It like Jameis. <clears throat> you do. But when you pick a quarterback, he grips the ball. You want the biggest hands. I mean, I'm sure it helps. Yeah, of course. So this whole Joe Burrow thing, it does add up to. I By the way, his tweet is amazing. His tweet is amazing. It, I love it was amazing. <laughs> I don't like his attitude. I don't like his hands. I love it. I don't like his stupid face. I love. I love cocky guys. I don't like the fact that he's out here. I've, I'm hearing it all in the show, so this isn't fresh. <laughs> the thing Eli did was he never said a word about getting traded. He's just like, I'm just gonna play who I'm gonna play for. Never said a word. Burrow's out here talking on Twitter. Maybe it's a new age. Maybe it's because 2020. We have yeah. Twitter now. Oh yeah, of course. But Burrow needs to shut up. But He's what already, did he say? He, no, no, no one ever said why or like, are you not going to go to Cincy? The, people just started making it up. He's like, why would I not go to Cincinnati? He didn't create that. That's the stupid ass media out there doing it. Like, he literally didn't make that up. That was made up completely by the media, and he just went with it. I would do the same thing. Just don't say anything. But why? Don't troll say, them. Like they want to make stuff up. If you're going to be a professional, he trolled them. It yeah, was good. I, I like. If it. you're going to be a professional no, quarterback, no, I if hate. you're going into a job interview, that's what this is. That's what the NFL Combine is. It's a yeah. job well, interview. Guess what? If you can out here and you just won the Heisman Trophy and you put up the best season ever and you know you're getting drafted high no matter what, and you can swing your dick around, you can do that. Swing it. And that's why he is. That's why he's going awesome. to be a bust. That's why he's not yeah. going to work out. Well, that's your opinion. It's hundred percent going to happen. And it could happen. You're right. One hundred percent. Swing and dong. Guess what? He's not the first person to be cocky and be good. So we'll see what happens. I don't. I don't know if he's going to be good, but yeah. I mean, I, mean, I would have responded the same way. Yeah, that's what, like he didn't do anything wrong, and then he said, "No, like, I'm not going to not go where I'm drafted." Like that's what that's what you want. That's a good answer. Do you want him to say, "No, I'm not going to Cincy"? I want him to be truthful. What did he do wrong? Tell me what he did wrong. I think you I, just don't like his attitude. What did he do wrong? He just needs to shut up. Why? Why does he need to <laughs> shut up? Because your opinion is he needs to shut up. <laughs> like I don't understand it. Look. The day after he won the national championship, he went on a very popular podcast, got the whole school in trouble by saying <laughs> OBJ handed out real money to the players. I mean, that he probably should have not Got said. the entire school in trouble, like an idiot, because he won't shut his stupid mouth. Well. Talking about how wasted he is right now after he just won a national title. Yeah, he can drink. He's 21 or whatever, he, how old he is. Oh, so now he's not allowed to, you've never been hungover in your life. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is the high of morals. What I'm saying is, if you're going for a job interview, you don't act like an ass. You know who? You know who the only NFL player in the history of the world that is allowed to do that? Who's that? Is Rob Gronkowski because everyone loves him. Gronk's he, amazing. He's the only person ever who could party and do whatever he wants, and there's no criticism. Well, maybe Burrow be number two. Maybe I mean, look what happened to Manziel. <clears throat> he is following Manziel's those trash. footsteps. I don't. I don't think they're the same player. He had. He had big hands, didn't he? No, man's, I don't know. He was too busy making the money sign and yeah. not getting paid. You know who had huge hands? Who? Ryan Leaf. Yeah, he was a bust. Bust. Complete bust. You know who had tiny hands? Jamarcus Russell. I don't think it it, it, it means anything. It, it you know, doesn't. You it know really who doesn't. has the biggest hands in the NFL right now, today? Who? The two smallest guys. Drew Brees. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Stubs. Well, they're not the smallest. Well, they're not they're the smallest, shortest. but they're Kyler Murray is the smallest. I know Kyler's well, Kyler the is now, but he's so good. But Drew Brees, every time you watch Brees play, he looks over. He looks up. Well, guess what? He Drew Brees dropped that fumble in the playoff game when they were on the 20-yard line. So he should probably get cut, to be honest. Can't get cut. He's a free agent. Don't even put me on the Saints right now. <laughs> 
I can. I have something else written down I, for those. I, I can guys. bash the Saints all day. Long. Oh, We're man. not gonna. This is not gonna become a bash the Saints. Podcast. How about this stat? How about this? <laughs> How about this? Okay, no, don't don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> no, because Josh will get mad. He's annoyed already. No, get listen. They <laughs> did you know that they they didn't sell out a game really until two thousand and six. Oh, I believe that completely. 2006? They're huge bandwagoners. And then they, the hurricane years. happens and all. I know. I know. Did you know the Tampa Bay Vipers had more people <laughs> than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? No, they didn't. Dude, they had like no, 20,000 they they like 20, people. The Bucks have more than 20,000 people. Have you been Come to a Bucks? They, yes. they lie. No, even when I went to the Bucks they game, lie. I went to a couple this year and last year. They're not sold out, but they're not empty. It's Look, they have There's way more than a Dolphin yeah. Stadium. No, Hard Rock Stadium's lit. Nobody <laughs> supports the Dolphins. You know who sold out? Minnesota. <laughs> Because there's nothing to do in Minnesota. <laughs> hey, that might hey, be true. Hey, what yeah, but you're today? a playoff team, too. You know what I mean? But it's sold out. Yeah, there is nothing to do no, there. Well, yeah, there's a mall. Yeah, there's you're a gonna go shop? We have 4,000 yeah. malls, right? Okay, we're way off topic. Okay. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> so who are your top, like, we talk about rookies? What, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What's production meeting right now? Right now. Who did you mute? I muted me. I was going to burp. I'm not being... <laughs> Oh, we're such rookies. Not a savage. No, listen. I don't have a top five or top ten rookie list either. right now because I don't know. Yeah, I, I want to see where they go. If CD Lamb ends up somewhere awesome, if Jerry Judy ends up somewhere awesome, they'll move up. If they move up somewhere bad, then I'll move them down. Like A.J. Brown. He was down on my list because of Mariota. What do you have allergies of? <laughs> You're trapped. You. You. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> Judy, yeah, C.D. Lamb, Judy. These guys seem like they're like no brain. To, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's a, it's a deep draft. You've which seen is good. it. I thought we were going to talk about who's helped you in the past as rookies. There we go. Get us back on top. You're welcome. Go ahead. Start, Josh. Who has helped me? Yeah. as a rookie. Go ahead. Le'Veon Bell. That's it. When I draft, well, hold on. My first year of dynasty, I took over a very bad team. A very bad. I had 102. I remember our friend Dre was one, I was two, and Zeb was three. Remember, you guys know Zeb. Yeah. Dre took Monty Ball. I took Le'Veon Bell. Monty Ball. Um, Zeb took Giovanni Bernard. Just in that order. I so I did. I, honestly, just like now, I had no idea who I was going to pick because I don't know these guys. I know Monty Ball set this record for Wisconsin touchdowns. I know Giovanni Bernard had a, a mini bus he likes to drive. And I knew nothing about Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> I knew nothing about Le'Veon Bell. I just took him, and he <coughs> led my dynasty team to multiple championships. I know why you took him. I don't know why. I don't know why. So how do you know? His name. I think it's because he was a stealer. You like names. I th- No, I think it's because he was a stealer. Chenault. <laughs> what? Yes, man. I don't know you what like that means. remember the last episode. You're there. like, oh, I like his name. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Probably. <laughs> Probably. But that's, that's who's helped me. But recently... I've been taking Kyler. Like, I took Kyler in all my redraft leagues, and I didn't have Lamar in. Great pick. Uh, two years ago, I took Dak as a rookie. Great pick. That's what I do. I take the rookie quarterbacks because they're going to produce. They're going to give you that top 12, top 15 upside, maybe to get up there like Kyler did, like top five some weeks. Because right. quarterbacks are elite this, in, in, in these days. Just throw a quarterback in there. He's going to be good. I don't take tight end rookies. No. I don't. I rarely take re- receiver rookies because they – don't help you out until the very end of the season. Right. But running backs are all money. Like Zeke, Barkley, Jacobs. Jacobs. Even Dalvin before he got hurt. CMC was good. 
Like Kamara was good. Like these guys were money as rookies. Yeah, in redraft, like rookie running backs, that I mean, that's where it's at. You know, because you could get them a lot later, and you could hit hit if the home hit, run. But, it, but it also sucks on when you the, take David Montgomery and he's a bust. On the other right. side, the the hype goes up, and you guys got David Montgomery going in the fourth round like an idiot. That was me. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I didn't get the drafting. Remember, because I took I think Melvin I took Gordon. You and, oh yeah, that that's was another thing. Too. Exactly. <laughs> yep. And I was like, I wish I took Montgomery. And I was like, ah, but that's maybe what happens. We got one. we got guys like Dave who doesn't really trust the rookies. <clears throat> Who sticks with his guns, his Julios? He's gonna draft the Julios. He's gonna draft the veterans. You got you, who you love new things. You oh, want yeah. shiny rookies. All. All new. You really do. I do. And then you got me, who's just like an idiot. I just go fifteen and zero and win, and win titles. Oh, hoo-hoo. that's what I do. Dirty <laughs> dirt. <laughs> that's all I got. Uh, I'm with you. Do we got anything else for this combine? You know what? You know who I like. Who? No, we haven't even talked about him. The Oregon quarterback, Herbert. You like Sherbert? I like him. You know why? I'll tell you why. Let me tell you why. If Lamar Jackson would have went and won the Super Bowl, Herbert would be up there. Herbert would be up there because, oh, scrambling quarterbacks. It's working out. But, no, Mahomes won the Super Bowl. So, now it's back to the – Dude, it's a copy. It's a copycat. Her, her, how fast is Herbert going to run? He's, he's not Lamar. He's Jackson. not Lamar. He's not. But he's a Four scrambler. Six, right? He's a scrambler. Yeah, but there's a difference in Lamar Jackson. He's a runner. Uh, obviously, like Mahomes is a scrambler too. Yeah, that's different. But he's not as fast. But he still scrambles. No, no. Lamar Jackson is a runner. You can't compare anybody to Lamar Jackson. He's shifty. Like who had more? <clears throat> who had more rushing yards as a quarterback in the playoffs? Lamar or Mahomes? Well, considering who had Mahomes the more played more games, I'm pretty who sure who had Mahomes. the more iconic runs. Lamar Dude. Jackson played one game. That's right. He's two zero oh, and two in the playoffs. Okay, That's all I gotta say. Okay, I so I just want to say Bing that. just sent me something. <laughs> I was making Bing just things. sent me, and I like this guy. We talked about him earlier. Cam Akers comparison to Dalvin Cook. Both are five ten and three eight. Cook weighs two ten. Akers weighs two seventeen. <laughs> 40-yard dash, Cook 449, Akers 447. And uh, vertical jump, Akers had five five inches better. And I, the only reason I brought that up, one, is obviously he just said that to me. But Akers, to me, and I, I know I'm a, a Knowles fan, so I'm, I'm not, like, trying to be a homer because I'm not. But when you watch Florida State play, and it was hard to do, he was the only guy that you could see, like, has talent. Like, you could watch him, like, just, I'm like, I'm like just give Akers the ball. Like, throw him the ball. Give it, hand it to him. I don't care how you do it. He's the only one on the team making plays. And you can see that he was – I think he's going to be really, really good. And I compare him to Derwin James when people – you know, Florida State was awful and the defense wasn't good. But you could see Derwin James was a playmaker. And I'm like, man, he's he's going to be so good. And he dropped in the draft to like 15 or whatever. I don't know why. But um, some of the guys, like we were talking about earlier, you can see it. Like, they're players. And I think Akers is going to be – I think if he falls in the draft – Someone's going to get a steal late in the draft. Watching him, it seemed like every play when they would hand it off to him, he was getting hit in the backfield. He was. Still shaking them. And still getting yards. Still getting yards. I mean, it wasn't big yards, but, I mean, give the guy a hole. Yes. Right? Yeah. And that's what you're looking for on film. Man, he was was making shit happen. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's really good. He's going to be good. Yeah. All right, I think that wraps up the Combine show. 
Or this so. combine show. This edition. We'll have more rookie talks. Obviously, we have a whole, like, how many more months to the season? Like three or four. Oh, wait, no, longer than that. Like six months. That is a long time. I can't wait don't for worry. free agency. I can't yeah, wait. For, we got free agency that'll coming be, up. Be we got franchise tags coming up. We got, we're going to play some. The draft is coming up. The draft is going to come up. Who's Miami getting in free agency? Don't worry about it. We no got one. the most money. <laughs> no one wants to go there. Are you kidding me? Tom Brady, the odds came out. We're number two to get him. Odds, three. Okay, three well, I'll, I'll bet against that. I mean, I'll bet against two because <laughs> I wouldn't want that bum anyway. Here we go. Don't get me started. I'm wrapping up the show. All right. So for Dave Campbell, for Gerald Durso. For Bing. For Derulo. Bing, for for <laughs> Jason Bing. Thanks for calling in. This has been Once Upon a Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast. We love you. Later. See ya. See you. Music produced by Cinema Beats and edited by iSouth Entertainment. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.